Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's go back to the race by Grins for $1 million at Cambridge on Friday night. Copy that leading Kango Akuda. Back straight quarter and 27.6. Old Town Road waiting the passing lane. Self Assured's about to get to the outside, then no matter what. Homeward bound in the race by Grins for 2023. Copy that Old Town Road Akuda. Here's Self Assured. The big gun's about to fire. The leader, copy that. Old Town Road. Self Assured down the outside. It's copy that though. Copy that. He adds the race by Grins to his already magnificent. CV and copy that for the race by Grins in 2023 over Old Town Road. They were followed in by Self Assured. A great call by Aaron White, and well, as many people predicted, um, copy that got the lead from Old Town Road, and that was the winning of the race. Did it feel that easy to Blair Orange? Let's find out. After he's driven three New Zealand Cup winners, he now adds the second running of the race by Grins. Blair, that must have been fun out in front. At Cambridge on Friday night. Yeah, morning, Mark. Yeah, definitely, mate. Um, you know, once we got the, excuse me, got the lead and uh, managed to dictate the race, it was, uh, yeah, pretty cool. When you were scoring up and in the lead up to the race, did you expect it to unfold that way? There was a lot of talk about what Zach Butcher might do. Did you expect him to hand up? Ah, uh, look, I never rate, read into any of the pre-race stuff that you hear, read or see, Mark. Um, you know, once the arm pulls away, it's decision-making time then. So uh, I wasn't surprised at all Zach handed up. Um, you know, Old Town Road's most potent with, it, with a sit, and um, I, that's just what I assume Zach, being the quality driver he is, would do for his horse, and, and that's what happened. Once you were in front, Blair, there were, there were challenges of a type, but they weren't really attackers. It must have been relatively comfortable just ticking over at that 2.36 rate. Yeah, look, it's a pretty good time overall, Mick, and you know, I was probably just lucky. Um, obviously, there was talk that DD Joe was going to come out all guns a blazing, but um, I wasn't too worried about that. He he was never going to cross me or, or get near me early, in my opinion. But um, yeah, once we got the lead and just got a, a nice quarter after we sort of settled, and and then once I seen uh, South Shore coming forward, and it was time to just put the foot down a little bit more and and make the tempo a bit stronger. Blair, he seems to have a very high cruising speed. He seems to get into that rhythm and just ticks over very nicely. It almost looks like he could go another lap at the same speed. Yeah, yeah, he does, Mickey. Uh, he's pretty adaptable too, mate. Like, um, I think people, well, I think they do. He's um, he's actually very, very fast off the helmet um, in some races you've seen. But obviously when the way the draws have fallen and the way some of the races have run, he, he has been put on top and, you know, he can run some, pretty even good quarters the whole way but he's also just as fast as he is tough I think What sort of horse is he to be associated with Blair because obviously you don't see him on a day to day basis but um, he seems for a stallion a very nice natured type of a horse he, he doesn't mind having a yell at the girls when he's at the races but once he got on the track the other night he was very relaxed and he seemed uh, very kind 
Yeah, and in his stall sometimes Mickey can uh, just have a scream and a kick and just let everyone know that he's there. And uh, once he does step onto the track, he he generally just falls asleep in the warm up and just jogs around. And you know he's um, he's just a gentleman to sit behind. And you know he name he knows when it's when it's game on. And you know he's he's just such a cool horse to be associated with. Mate, you've been lucky enough in the last five years and skilled enough to have a, a remarkable period of in your driving career where you've driven three New Zealand Cup winners. Where does this horse sit in your heart? Where does he sit when you think of all the great horses you've driven and you think about all the horses you've, you've enjoyed time with working on the tracks down home? You don't see him that often. So how much of an impact has he made on your life? Oh, he's definitely right up there with with one of my favourite horses anyway and you know just the the races he's um he's been in that I've been uh, associated with him and and like Hunter Cups and Ballarat Cups and New Zealand Cups and and the likes and uh yeah he's taken taken my driving to to some great places Mick and you know he's a horse that I'll, I'll always be thankful for. Mate, what have you made of him in Australia versus him in New Zealand? Because you, you drove him in the Hunter Cup where he overraced and choked down. Does he feel a different horse there? Or has it just been the case he's been a victim of circumstances with some of those defeats in Australia? I think a few times he's been victim of circumstances, Mick. Um, obviously, he got an easy lead in the Ballarat Cup and, and won that. And obviously, the Hunter Cup where he choked down, um, didn't, things just didn't pan out for him there. And obviously, his Brisbane campaign last year, he went some great races with Anthony driving him. And you know, he's, he's had his... his broken bones and his bleeds and, and, and whatnot, but you know, Ray's just done a fantastic job and, and the team at Lincoln Farms to have him spot on for, for so many of these big group one racing and um, yeah, full credit to the team. He's had some success in Australia, but not as much as obviously back here at home. Is it a case that you, because we're going to talk to Ray shortly, you would like to go back to Queensland with him and, and put an exclamation mark on his career by showing the Australians just how good he can be? Yeah, I, um, you know, obviously you love travelling and um, he's the right type of horse to go for those bigger races. And, yeah, I personally don't think the horse needs to prove any anything to anyone. Mickey's, um, you know, he's won New Zealand Cups and obviously the Grins and Ballarat Cups and, and a hundred, lot of races along the way. So, for me, I don't feel he has anything to prove to anyone. But, um, yeah, I guess it's that old rivalry of Kiwis and Aussies and I think... As you say, some of the Aussies still probably have their doubts about him, but um, I know I don't. Mate, you're off to Methven today on the big grass track at Mount Harding. Do you like one or two today for our SENZ listeners? Uh, best drive comes up in the first, mate, in the Ivy League for Paul Nian. It's uh, very, very unlucky last week at, at Mox Carrara. got stuck on the fence, so it's drawn, drawn out wider, so we shouldn't have that problem today. And just the feel it gave me last week, I think she should be very hard to beat. So, mate, for a guy like yourself, you're you're obviously in demand all around the country. Is it a case that you'll obviously be coming to Auckland to drive copy that? Do you book those flights week by week? Do you make those um, commitments week by week? Or is it a case that if he's lining up, I'll be there, and therefore... You know, I pretty much know where I'm going to be for the next month or six weeks heading into the Auckland Cup. Is it a case that he determines where you go? Uh, he will, Mick, yeah. Like if he's um, if Ray's happy enough to line up in the Messenger and Taylor Mile and, and Auckland Cups, yes, for sure I'll be there to um, to handle him. And, 
Yeah, just do the bookings week by week, week Mick, as you know, anything can happen with a horse. So, yeah, just just, just go week by week and you know, wait to talk to Ray to make sure he's happy and, and he is lining up. We often talk uh, about whether drivers or jockeys can hear the noise from the crowd. Did it feel different at Cambridge the other night? It's, it's a very small track and the crowd was right on top of you. Did it create some atmosphere pre-race? Oh, it definitely does, Mick, and I think the great thing with Cambridge is the crowd crowd are so close, and what I did notice was there was such a young crowd too, which was great to see, you know, so many young people at the races and, and enjoying themselves, so yeah, hats off to David Branch and the team for, for what they achieved the other night, and uh, yeah, definitely creates a great atmosphere, and just wish we could have more of it. Mate, you've won two New Zealand Cups on this horse, and you've won a race by Grins. What's a race you haven't won on him you would like to win? Uh, never had any joy in the Auckland Cup, Mick. Um, I think I've run a couple of placings, but that's a race um, you know I'd love to win with him and, and just take off another one. Mate, congratulations on being the first person to win a million-dollar race by Grins. Mate, and good luck today at Methvin. Thanks for taking the time to join us. Please look forward to seeing you back up here for the Taylor Mile, which I'm sure very shortly... Ray Green is going to confirm that copy that's heading to. Uh, pleasure, Mick. Thanks for that, bud. Blair Orange, who drove copy that to win the $1 million race by Grins. He got the lead, um, as expected. And from there, those who took the boosted $2.80 from the TAB had very few concerns.